Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. It's showtime. And we're still rolling, guys. Rock and roll. Uh, while we've been running, uh, obviously, you know, we're back to this wonderful world of uh, pandemic, and I said we'd keep this ball going as long as we could. So, for now, uh, we're going to go into an all news edition of Killing the Buzz. You and me, and uh, and the news. And let's be honest here, there's a lot of news in the world, and right now, none of it's good. I don't know, maybe that's a stretch, but. Uh, as far as movie news goes, it seems like none of it's good. It seems like everything we're doing is uh, pretty ugly at the moment, and uh, it's nothing but setbacks, pushbacks, and drop downs. So, uh, thought we'd take some time to talk about some of that and what that means for us, uh, genre films, superhero films, and just film in general. Uh, on that note, uh, let's kick it off with uh, how this all started, what 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 came out of the beginning, and let's. Let's talk about the things that got pushed out to uh, the wonderful world of video on demand. Uh, in the midst of all this wonderful stretch of closing, a few new movies had just come out. Um, a couple of which were very notable in the horror realm. We had The Hunt. We had The Invisible Man. We had a couple other things all roll out. Uh, Bloodshot. Um, I'm, I'm stretching on a few. I'm, I'm actually trying to stick with and see what we're doing. But that's, that's the big ones that come to mind for me as far as a genre fan. Um, I guess Birds of Prey wound up on Video On Demand too. Uh, so, you know, a, a number of things that wound up there. <clears throat> I have not had the good fortune yet to see either The Hunt or uh, The Invisible Man, both of which I want to see in theaters. Uh, that's a big thing for me. Uh, I don't do Video On Demand very well. Um, I will watch the movies once they've come out if I don't get a chance to see them in theaters, but... Preferably, especially for big name horror, I want to see it on a giant screen. I want to see it with a group of people. I want to be in the atmosphere, and the atmosphere is a lot harder to produce at home. So, for me, I was a little disappointed uh, when all this happened because I didn't get a chance to go see those. Uh, the reviews for The Invisible Man, obviously, um, have been insanely good. It, it rates extremely high, um, and I really, really am going to see that, and I'm probably going to end up... Uh, renting that this weekend, and uh, I will do a full review when I do. Um, it's 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 a Bloomhouse picture. Um, it, it was very well directed. Um, you know the, the way they've lined everything up and the way they've done all of this. From what I hear, you know, again, this is all till I see it. I mean, I may hate it, but I doubt it. But uh, from everything going around and all that stuff, uh, it seems like they knocked it out of the ballpark with that one. And it seems like they're on pace to get some kind of deal in place uh, that would allow them the opportunity to to do the Paramount, the, the classic monster movies, and uh, the Universal monster movies, I'm sorry, not Paramount, uh, and, and bring those to life in a way that would do very, very well. And if that's the case, I am all for it. The Hunt, on the other hand, a little more dividing. Um, didn't review as well, but uh, I've seen some reviewers who say it's a fantastic movie one worth seeing and uh i'll probably go see it as well uh or stay in and see it we're not going to see shit at the moment uh but yeah i'll, I'll probably check it out at some point it's just not on my immediate to-do list uh bloodshot i have no interest in but uh you know 
we're, we're kind of going through the cycles on those. Uh, again, it, it makes it a little bit more complicated for me to uh, to enjoy and take in movies the way that I do. Uh, theater is a big deal for me. So. Um, but just looking forward, you know, the closing of theaters and social distancing and all of this wonderful corona fucking shit. Excuse my French on that one. Uh, this has screwed us and the movie going world. And uh, there's no real nice way to, to, to break it in there. There's We've got stuff in development hell now. We've got stuff being pushed back. Some of it being pushed back months. Some of it being pushed back a year, you know? Uh, the world's an uncertain place. And I don't like that. So, just bouncing through the actual news that we've got. Um, a couple of big things that I know of that have been moved back that I don't like. Especially bad for you guys. Um, well, let me start with one that's just, it's, it's bigger to me. New Mutants. This movie has just been cursed from the word go. Um, Fox didn't know what the hell to do with it. Disney got it and said, you know what? It's a completed film. It looks good. Let's put it out. Coronavirus said, go fuck yourself. Uh, so April 2020 is not going to happen. And they have not released a date for it yet. So uh, my guess is this winds up being a VOD movie. And that, that disappoints me. I really thought this could have had some legs and done some things. Um, the the run of New Mutants, uh, Demon Bear, this this, I was hoping there would be some things here. Um, obviously, uh, Marvel and horror, they're dipping their toes in it with Doctor Strange and the Universe of Madness. But um, this is this this had hopes for me, and I guess they're just they die a little more every day. Uh, on top of that, uh, Spiral. Uh, push back indefinitely. We have no idea when. Obviously, this is the new chapter in the Saw book. Uh, Chris Rock and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. You know that was supposed to come out in May. No date. Uh, Morbius, the the spinoff vampire movie from Spider-Man, starring Jared Leto, uh, was supposed to be July 31st. They moved it back to March of next year. Uh, you know. Quiet Place Part 2. That was a big one. That was supposed to be out in March. We were already supposed to add it now. Unspecified date. They're going to gypped it. They're saying this year. We will see. Um, but it's not been nailed down yet. So uh, who knows? Uh, we could. We could not. Uh, not going to lie. Um, I know this is going to be sacrilege to you guys. I still haven't seen the original. Uh, not that I don't want to. I just haven't made time for it. It's entirely on me. I will see it. Um... I expect it to be amazing. I've heard nothing but good things about it. So I will see it prior to this sequel coming out, and I will try to do a one-two punch, but have not had a chance to watch it yet, and that's entirely on me. Uh, Black Widow. Push back indefinitely. No no date from May 1st to, to, to you know, window open. Uh, that's a big one. You know, that's your first Marvel movie after after Spider-Man, and that's, that's supposed to be Phase 4. Nothing yet. No Time to Die, the new James Bond movie. Daniel Craig's last James Bond movie. And, you know, no matter what you think, Daniel Craig's run has had some of the better Bond films and then some meh. But, you know, he, he's 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 Bond for the time being. Um, yeah, pushed back until November. So, there's that. Wonder Woman, that's a big one. 
they held their ground on that one for a while and then finally decided uh, June 2020 was not going to work. And just, just on the off chance, this shit still stretches out. So we push it back to August. And then the one I think that I find the little more disappointing than any others, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, I was actually pretty excited about this. I thought, you know, returning cast, uh, an adherence to the old story, some new people that are very, very good, kind of a Stranger Things vibe, I'm guessing, just based on kind of how they've cast it and how they're marketing it. Uh, obviously, I don't know any of that for a fact, but that's that's kind of how I took it. Um, and then they push it back. Uh, July 10th, uh, now it's been moved back to March 5th of next year. So, eh, fuck it. We got a year to go. You know, I, 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 I'm disappointed. It, it sucks. I'm not mad. You can't be mad at this. I mean, this is one of those things where none of us had this in, in mind. None of us, you know, hell, you know, when this rolled out in February, my first thought was, eh, it'll pass. And then shit started closing, and I was like, oh, well, you know, uh, maybe shut down a few things. And then the sports started closing, and we shut down the NFL, or uh, we shut down the NBA, we shut down MLB, we uh, we shut down the XFL, which was in the middle of a season that was actually surprisingly good. We, uh, you know, all of this shit, and I, I guess theaters were just the next, were the most logical step, because, I mean, shit, if you're doing a six-foot rule, theater is a... Uh, Man, that's ground zero for a for an atomic bomb of fucking germs and and stuff. So I, I understand. I get it. It sucks though. That's what I do with my free time. You know, I'm a movie guy. Uh, now I'm sitting at home watching shit that I would never ever be watching. Uh, so yeah, I'm just killing time. That's that's where we're at with things. Ultimately though, um, I I worry about what will be the long-term effects coming out of this. Um, because as, as much as these movies are great, uh, financially, this is, this is a disaster. For them, for everyone, um, all the way around, this is going to hurt a lot, of, uh, a lot of the industry. And I expect there to be issues. You know, we're, we're, we're halting production on movies that, you know, we're... we're in middle of production, you know, the Batman, things like that, Matrix 4, um, you know. But it also puts us in a weird spot where there's a lot of movies that were finished that have a later release date this year, and, you know, what happens with them. Uh, there's two very, very big ones for me that uh, are still kind of in limbo, and I'm, I'm terrified as to what may happen. Uh, first one is the new Candyman. Let's go there. I'll start with that. Um, as of... As of right now, Candyman is set to drop June 12, 2020. They have still not exactly bumped that, although I'm fairly certain it's going to get the bump, or at the very least be moved to digital, uh, which will suck for me. But that's the reality where we're at at the moment. Uh, it's going to happen, I, I feel like. Um, if the major blockbusters are moving forward, you, you got to know that the, the smaller... The smaller stuff's going to be uh, pushed out or pushed over. And, you know, that is what it is. Um, I saw the first trailer and I thought, this looks fantastic. Uh, it's interesting. It's different, obviously. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good time. 
I hope so. Uh, it's got an incredible, an incredible group working around it, uh, and obviously with Tony Todd coming back, uh, Jordan Peele having a lot to do with it, this is going to be for me a solid, solid movie. Uh, so I'm hoping it, it works out well, and I'm hoping, you know, I don't want it pushed back. You know, I, I would like to see it in theater, but if they're going to bump it, move it to video on demand, let it go. That one's small enough that, you know, it won't hurt my feelings. You know, it will hurt my feelings, but it won't. It won't be the worst thing in the world for it. I, I feel like it'll have a solid life on digital. Uh, obviously, they're not going to pay back the money that they would have made for theatrically, but that's like I said, that's that's where we're at right now. Is that uh, it's all now a game of wagers. We're not going to get back that money. You're not going to get back that crowd. You're not going to get those people. Uh, even after this is over, you know they're saying that they're expecting theater attendance to be uh, lower than it's been in a very long time. People terrified to go out and you know, sit next to co-mingle. And, uh, I, I get that, I guess. That makes sense. I don't like it, but that's, that's unfortunately, that seems to be the way it's going to go. That does bring us to, for me, the next one, uh, which really, 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 fingers crossed, I, I don't want anything to change on. Uh, Halloween Kills. Uh, I'm knee-deep in the production of this one. Uh, I have followed pretty much every bit of news that has dropped, everything going on, all of the information. I am, uh, I am hard-pressed to say that I am fucking on pins and needles waiting for news on this. Uh, I do not want this pushback. I do not want this not being theatrical. I want to go to theaters. I want to see Michael Myers do his thing. I want to see the, the, the next chapter in Michael and Lori's story. I want to see the amazing, uh, just, just what David Gordon Green puts together. Um, I, I feel like this movie is going to be a hit. I feel like it's going to be huge. And I feel like it deserves a theatrical run. And I feel like it deserves a theatrical run at Halloween, which is why the last one was so successful. They said they did take that gamble. And they said, it's a Halloween movie. Why the hell wouldn't we put it out at Halloween? Brilliant. I saw the last one in theater four times. I ain't going to lie. I kept that shit going. Um, I loved it. So uh, my expectations on this one are high. Now, to be fair, uh, Jason Bloom put out a tweet this past week. This is the uh, this is the last week of March. He put out a uh, a tweet and said, you know, uh, the trailer is coming soon. They're working on it. It's coming soon. And I feel like if the trailer is coming soon, that's good news in the face of a myriad of bad news happening. So the possibility of us still getting this movie, uh, while I, I, I say. You know, I'm, I'm nervous in my chest that they're going to move it back. Um, it seems like they're moving forward. I hope so. Uh, you know, if nothing else, I've got October to look forward to coming out of all this bullshit. Hopefully, you know, uh, the world has settled back down. You know, we, we've pulled through the worst of this pandemic. We've gotten everybody, you know, everybody healthy. Uh, you know, we, we've done what we can do, and people are back to living... Uh, a routinely sane, normal, uh, functioning life. Uh, is that going to happen? Well, it's hard to say. You know, but that would be nice to have that to pinpoint that one dot in the calendar and say, boom, I've got this. So, looking forward to that. Um, you know, from, from what I've read and from the test screening and all the other news coming out about it, yeah, I could not be more excited for this. Uh, it was cast really well with the addition of some of the returning people and 
and all those things. I think I think this one is, is lined up to be another home run out of the park for them. We'll make sure. Uh, I know Halloween 2018 uh, has its absolute fans and its absolute critics, but I feel like for the majority of us, it was a success. We enjoyed it. It was good. Um, you know, so there's that. On the subject of genre stuff, uh, let's talk the Batman. Uh, I haven't been running since all the new Batman stuff has come out, so uh, let's jump into this because I know a lot of people have questions. Uh, just going through, you know, what all is going on with this. There's a ton. Uh, for me, I grew up as a Batman fan. First comics I remember collecting, first movie I remember seeing was 89 Batman. Um, you know, there's there's a ton of uh, information. You know, there's there's a ton of... This has been a big part of my life. Uh, you know, birthday parties were Batman-themed. Um, you know, all of that. I, I've been a... I've been a Batman fanboy longer than I can remember. And up until Justice League, I had seen every single Batman and Batman-related film in theaters, period. Uh, going back, like I said, 89 is the first thing I remember seeing. Uh, I remember seeing it at the drive-in. It's one of my very first memories. Uh, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, all saw theatrically. Batman Begins, saw theatrically. Uh, Dark Knight, saw theatrically at the drive-in. Dark Knight Rises, saw theatrically. Uh, so, BBS, um, Justice, or not Justice League, I'm sorry, Suicide Squad. No, Justice League I did not see in theaters, and no, I was not going to see it in theaters. That was a big swelling pile of shit. And, uh, was... It hit my expectations, and that's pretty bad, because my expectations were very low. And that's about all it did, was, was touch my expectations. So, uh, but, you know, uh, they've got an amazing cast, which I'll go through somewhat. They have got a hell of a director in Matt Reeves, uh, who is responsible for the uh, the absolutely fantastic Ape series that we've had over the last few years. Um, you know, if you, if you saw those, you know this guy has a a knack for presenting a story and for, for for filming it in his head, and then putting that vision to film, and that's great. And I I think that's what we're going to get here. Uh, from the sounds of it, we're going to get Batman somewhere circa year two. Um, he's Batman, but he's new. But he's established. But he's new. But he's got some stuff. But it's new. Uh, and a lot of people are, are still trying to get on board with it or have all decided they hate it. But, you know, we, we've got some things in line that I think are going to be fantastic. Let's start with the cast. Uh, Robert Pattinson is uh, Batman, a.k.a. Bruce Wayne. Boy, the divisiveness is there. A lot of people shit all over this one. But it is what it is, because a lot of people shit all over Christian Bale. A lot of people shit all over uh, Ben Affleck. Uh, in our mind, the last guy to play Batman is the only guy that can play Batman. So fuck all of them. Um, Robert Pattinson is a hell of an actor. I will say it out loud, and I'll say it for anyone that needs to hear it. Um, if you take Twilight off the board, the guy's fantastic. Even in bad movies, he shines. Um, he's a he's a scene chewer. He is a guy that that does amazing things, even in limited work. 
and I think deserves the opportunity to truly be seen. So, you know, that, that I'm looking forward to. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is going to be our Catwoman, Selena Kyle. Uh, she's gorgeous, and I think she's a very talented actress. Don't mind that. That would be my cat. I think he just shit himself. Um, but, you know, she's she's got the potential to be a very, very good Catwoman. Um, she's got some big shoes to fill. She's got, uh, obviously, Michelle Pfeiffer, who for a lot of people is the definitive Catwoman, which is weird because it is one of the weirder interpretations, but uh, there's also Anne Hathaway, who, again, same deal, big shoes to fill. Uh, for me, the there, there's two highlights to this casting, though. Uh, first is Andy Serkis as Alfred. I love Andy Serkis. I do. Uh, you know, most people know Andy Serkis for her being Gollum and doing motion capture and all that stuff, but, man, when Andy Serkis acts... He is a, he, he's, he chews scenery, man. He is, he's fantastic. And if you need examples of that, go back to, uh, go back to Peter Jackson's King Kong. He was phenomenal in that. And then go back to, for me, what is honestly one of the most underrated villain portrayals ever, go back to Black Panther and see him as Claw. Um, what I'd really hoped at that point was that they could do something because Claw has a much bigger reach in the comics do something all uh, not necessarily Loki, but as a he is a villain intertwined with other villains throughout the universe um, because he is a he is a thief and he is an acquirer and he is a seller and he's a dealer um, that puts him in line to work with others but no they never do that they they clipped that branch before it had a chance to grow out and I was a little disappointed but you know what he was fucking phenomenal in that role uh, so him as Alfred I think will be a little more subdued, a little less over the top, which I think excites me because I want to see how he handles that. Uh, I think the guy's fantastic. Other part of the casting that I absolutely fucking love, Colin Farrell uh, as Penguin. I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mince words. I love Colin Farrell. Uh, watched the man read a phone book, so um, he was fantastic in the Gent. Which, by the way. Uh, a review will be coming at some point for some of the new movies that came out this year. The Gent is on there, and if you have not seen The Gent, uh, drop your money on digital. It is fantastic. Worth every penny to see Guy Ritchie back to form. Um, if you're not a Guy Ritchie fan, I don't know what's wrong with you. Uh, Snatch and Lockstock are probably two of my favorite movies ever, and this is on par with Snatch. I haven't seen it twice to, to give it a fair ranking between the two but uh, it's it's on par with snatch for me and it's that makes it a damn good movie but yes colin farrell is playing the pink one and i expect that to be amazing uh, he, he's gonna do very very well there it, it should look good um then just just mowing down the rest of the list jeffrey wright as james gordon god it's always fantastic in whatever role they put him in uh paul dano will be uh, the riddler um a lot of people love paul dano i'm not I don't dislike him. I, I'm not sold on him. He's not my favorite actor, but he's he is what he is, you know. Um, I think he'll do well with that role. Uh, Peter Sarsgaard's in it. John Turturro's in it as Carmine Falcone. Um, and then there's rumors of, of various other people popping in and certain things. So, so you know, we'll see what happens. Um, you know, I, I don't know what the long-term plan of this whole thing is. 
because it seems like the DC universe is dead. Uh, as far as uh, the movie universe, I say the DC extended universe. Um, so, are we simply doing standalone Batman movies? If so, I'm fine with it. Are we building a universe around that? If so, I'm fine with it. We'll see. Uh, but, with that, we now have to bring into discussion the new Batsuit, and the new Cal, and the new Batmobile, all of which have been released, and a lot of which the internet is going back and forth on. So, let's start with the Cal. I like it. Uh, it's different. Uh, it's a little... I like the front fascia of it. I, I like the fact that it feels a little more homemade than some of the others. Um, you know, I get Bruce Wayne is a billionaire who can afford to buy all this expensive shit, but at some point in time, somebody's going to ask some questions when they're building Batman masks and nobody seems to notice. Uh, at least that's what I feel like. But this one feels a little more, I built this, you know, with, within reason, uh, at a relatively high level of skill, but it, it has a look to it like it's a, like it's a formed, maybe like a leather that's been a pot, you know, that, that's been resined uh, into something a lot more solid. Uh, it just feels a little more homemade. The ears, on the other hand, I'm a little less sold on. They're very narrow, very pointy. Not quite my cup of tea. Um, it, it's it's just a little jarring, I won't lie, but it is very much Gotham, uh, Gotham by Gaslight kind of a... Uh, look to it so it's it's not unprecedented it's just coming off the short ears that Affleck had I really like those I like that Jim Lee look um, I like the raw uh, the the Frank Miller look I, I felt like those were those were a little more realistic this seems a little out of place these look more like antenna and it's like I said it's a little jarred the suit itself overall I like I do um, a lot of people are oh god it looks terrible it looks thrown together. Well, of course it fucking looks thrown together. This is, like I said, this is Batman year one or two. This is Batman you know, I, I, I started with probably very little and I've added shit as I realized I've needed it. So, you know, now we have tactical gear. We have uh, you know, obviously been building this armor as we go. Um, the, uh, the I guess they're, 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 they're lances or arrows in the, the wrists um, immediately calls you the Court of Owls if you're familiar with it. That is a look that we've seen. Um, you know, overall the suit feels it feels real. It feels like I'm a guy who's decided this is my life and this is what I'm going to do. And you know, I started here at point A, uh, point B, point C. You know, I've added what I need to add. And at some point we'll get to point, you know, G F maybe point H, I don't know, I don't know how far you go, but at some point you go, all right, well, all of these things I've tied together, now it's time to make something cohesive. And I think that's when we get a real, true Batman suit. You know, we get the full, full body. Uh, but, let's talk about the, uh, the insignia. The, uh, the Bat logo, if you will. The, uh, the piece de, de resistance. He's got what looks like, and in all honesty, is probably, uh, looks like somebody has split a gun and formed it into a bat. 
and the prevailing rumor uh, based off of a particular arc that Kevin Smith did uh, is that it is the gun that was used to kill his parents um, and it has been destroyed and fit into a symbol of justice and hope uh, Kevin Smith did a run and in that run Batman took the gun, melted it down, and formed a plate of armor underneath his existing suit across his chest. And, uh, was probably one of the cooler things that Kevin Smith did on his runs. Um, you know, so that, that for me, seeing if that's what we're going, you know, again, this is speculation. A lot of people going, this is maybe what it is. We think so. We don't know that for a fact. But that's what it seems like. So if that is the case... Kudos for them for uh, for following through with some stuff that you know story wise uh, was well done. Uh, you know so uh, and let's talk about that Batmobile. This seems to be the real point of uh, you know people going back and forth. Um, this is the first time I think we have what I would consider a real Batmobile in a long time. It feels like a car. Um, you know, that, that to me is a big thing. That's a thing that a lot of people take for granted. A lot of people love the Tumbler. The Tumbler's tank. It, it's not a car. You know, for me, there, there, there's, there's a lack of, there's a lack of reality behind that because it is a fucking tank. I love the thing and, you know, it, it is what it is, but, you know, where the hell, you know, it, it's so fucking big. It's so aggressive. It, it kills the subtlety of Batman. Batman's supposed to disappear into the shadows. Uh, you know, that is not a thing that does that. Uh, you know, the, the Affleck uh, Batmobile was very pretty. Um, it was uh, very unique uh, with a lot of big guns on it. Uh, but again, I didn't feel like it was a car. I think it violated my first rule of thought, which is does a guy at home build this? Does a guy at home work at this? Uh, or do you need a rocket scientist to come repair things on it? Um, that's what it felt like, you know. And again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I love that movie. I love that particular vehicle. I just, it didn't feel like a Batmobile as much as it felt like a toy within Batman's arsenal. Um, I feel like Batman needs a car, um, and that's what this feels like. Even though it feels like a very simple car, this is definitely a muscle car. This is definitely homebrewed um, with a big engine and some really awesome shit but this is definitely something a gearhead could work on in their backyard from the looks of it you know he could get parts cheap without you know having to have them custom made or special ordered or anything that would avoid you know people looking people noticing people seeing things and uh, that's a big thing for me it's very important that Batman be able to service these things Batman Bruce Wayne um, you know with the help of Alfred and you know, possibly long term with the help of a, uh, of a young boy wonder sidekick who happens to live with him. So, uh, and rumor has it, uh, we'll at least get a tease of that in this. So we'll see. Um, but that to me, that's important. That's a big thing. I, I feel like in this day and age, you know, we're getting to the point where everything is becoming super new and super advanced and, uh, you know, everything requires help and, and digital this and digital that it was very important to have a grounded Batman who I didn't feel like needed all that and that to me was big so I think they're doing a very good job I think we're going to be surprised and I think going forward um, 
this is going to be a win for them. So, ultimately, you know, we're, we're, we're in an interesting time. We're doing interesting things. And uh, I think that uh, Matt Reeves has a vision. Uh, I think he has an idea not just this but of the future and I feel like this will be successful hopefully uh, and I think that we're going places with this so fingers crossed uh, between this and Wonder Woman 1984 uh, I think we have a very optimistic outlook for DC movies um, so you know with things being what they are you know this should be a fun time uh, once we get out of where we're at now and where we're at now it's not good Nobody's going to argue that. Nobody's going to say, you know, we're, we're going well. But ultimately, we, we've got to make the best of it. And I'm hoping this does. Unfortunately, production has been suspended indefinitely until we get through this mess. So I really need us to get through this mess, go about our business, and uh, get back to living. And until we get back to living... Things are still going to be a, a bit of chaos. Guys, that's, uh, I hate to say it, this is my, uh, this is my news segment for the week. We are running out of stuff for me to talk about that I want to talk about news-wise, so I think this is where I'll wrap this particular one up. I think what I'm going to start doing, uh, once we get back to reality at least, is, uh, I think I'll do a weekly news segment. It's going to be typically no more than an hour. That's a quick, easy one you can read, run down, listen to, and enjoy. And uh, hopefully keep some uh, keep some KTB up in you. Uh, I know uh, some of you have, have questioned where I've been. And I know, uh, you know, I, I ran through that on the last one. But, uh, you know, I, I want to get back to being regular again. I want to get back to doing all these things. I want to produce content that you guys like. So, you know, if you really enjoy this, this is something I could do pretty easily. Um, I just run through it. I mean, honestly, didn't have a format, didn't sit here with anything, just said, hey, this is what I'm going to talk about, and then just talked about it. So it's pretty easy for me. Uh, guys, I'm on a roll. I'm still recording. Uh, I have a lot more to do today. I'm also going to do today, I'm going to launch uh, the first wrestling edition of uh, Killing the Buzz with a lot of shit going on in the wrestling world right now. Um, so you may or may not skip that. I will put a, I'll put a notice on it. But I'm doing it. Uh, but that's that's coming. Uh, I'm also, because of what it is and because of what's going on in the world and because most of us are in some form of quarantine or seclusion, uh, I am going to do my very first watch-along commentary. What is that? Well, if you're not familiar with that, that's basically a movie commentary where you can play me uh, I'll give you a timestamp and I'll say, hey, hit play now, boom. And uh, we will go along with uh, a particular movie that I feel like fits uh, right now really, really well. Uh, you know, uh, we are all in a stage of lockdown, uh, some of us. Uh, we're losing what's left of our mind. Uh, that movie is the 1980 classic Stanley Kubrick The Shining um, I feel like it was appropriate so uh, what we're going to do is uh, I'll watch along, I'll give you a commentary you guys will be able to watch that uh, that will be coming up uh, I will have that up uh, hopefully at the same time I'm having all these like I said I'm going to do some editing on things but 
Uh, you guys will get a chance to, to get a lot more content from me today uh, and tomorrow. And then uh, we're going to go from there. Hopefully we can keep this ball rolling, guys. Appreciate you much, as always. I am your friendly neighborhood buzz killer. This is Josh. Guys, enjoy it, and uh, we'll see you at the movies.